Nathan, thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Raphael. Thank you for having us on. Nathan, what inspired you and your son Alex to begin the Spend a Day in My Wheels wheelchair challenge? The the idea is all Alex. Um, he he came to me when you know when he was younger. Uh, he's 16 and, and a sophomore now. You know he came to me when he was in uh, like fourth or fifth grade, wanting others to experience what he had to deal with every day as as a wheelchair user. Um, so we discussed it, and you know he had this idea of wanting his friends and and teachers at school to to be in a wheelchair and, and, like I said, experience what he experiences. We um, had a, a friend, I had a friend that, that worked at the Permobil Corporation, um, which is the North American facility is here in, in, in Lebanon. And I reached out to him to see if they could help us with doing that. He put uh, me in touch with um, Ashley Davis, who is the executive director of the Permobil Foundation, the uh, charitable arm of Permobil. And she thought it was an excellent idea, and, and we came, she came up with uh, five wheelchairs, and we kind of took off from there. We tried it out that first year at uh, Friendship Christian, and we, like I said, we've just kind of taken off from there, challenging schools and, and businesses to spend a day in a wheelchair. And when exactly did this idea come up? This was when Alex was in fifth grade, so 2016, 17-ish. All right. And what's your mission? Our mission is to help raise awareness for, for people that, that use mobility devices, especially those in wheelchairs, because we want, you know, we've seen the need for this as, as Alex has um, been in a wheelchair since he was in second grade. You know, it is not wheelchair accessible, handicap accessible does not always mean wheelchair accessible. Um, I guess the questions that Alex had for me is, you know, as growing up have been, why, do, why are the wheelchair seats always in the back? Why is not every stall in a, in a restroom wheelchair accessible? You know, why can't I go to all my friends' houses you know, why, why doesn't every house have a ramp? Why does, you know, just different things. Why can't I, you know, I get on this ride at the fair? You know, and those things for me as a dad were difficult to answer. Um, and so I guess from the dad's perspective, I want to help him create an equal playing field for everyone. How does the wheelchair challenge work? The Permanville Foundation, they, they help us. They give us the wheelchairs. We um you know, a company or a school will reach out to us or, or we have reached out to friends we've had and they will, people will spend a day as a wheelchair user and we will give them a list of, other than their daily routine, we will give them a list of things to do like get a drink out of the water fountain, use the uh, restroom. If they're at a school, go through the lunch line, you know, get a tray, get a drink out of the fountain drink machine get a drink out of the vending machine or a snack out of the vending machine. Nothing that is incredibly difficult to, to a healthy person, but in a wheelchair, those things can be very overwhelming um, because everything is, you know, built for someone that is standing or, you know, a handicap uh, or a normal restroom stall in a public restroom is too narrow to get a wheelchair. And so if that handicap stall is taken, then, you know, that person has to wait. Or if it's out of order, you know, then, you know, then what do we do? We face that as well.
What's your goal by doing this? What do you hope to accomplish? Our goal is to um, help, you know, as, as Alex says, change the world. Um, but, you know, changing things like, you know, we ask the question, why can't every stall in a public restroom be accessible? Why can't, um, you know, every um, building have a easy accessible ramp that he doesn't, you know, he, that we don't have to go to the back of the building to find the ramp, you know, things like that. Our goal is to change those things and make the world, you know, more accessible. And I think we're doing that because, you know, we're already, help, you know, changing people's thought processes. And if thought processes are changing, then hopefully eventually action will take place and things will start to change. So what areas are you currently working with others doing the challenge? We are, you know, we live here in Middle Tennessee, um, so it's been primarily here in Middle Tennessee. You know, we, you know, did this at Alex's school, Friendship Christian School. We did the challenge at uh, one of the buildings at the Cracker Barrel headquarters here in Lebanon. We did it, actually did the challenge at Permabil. Some of their executives wanted to do the challenge. So it's been primarily here in Middle Tennessee, but we are getting um, people reaching out, wanting us to come to their area. We've had uh, folks reach out from Kentucky, Florida, Oklahoma, Alabama. You know, we're, you know, like I said, primarily here in the southeast, but through social media, you know, we are getting uh, comments and likes from as far away as California. Wow. So do you expect or would you like for this challenge to go nationwide? Um, yes, I think we both would like for the challenge to go nationwide, um, you know, getting the wheelchairs to and from, because we supply all the wheelchairs for these challenges, uh, with Permabill's help, uh, getting the chairs to and from would be, an um, some logistics we would have to work out, but hopefully, you know, this challenge becomes a national thing. And like I said, then changes start to happen. So who is it exactly that you're working with? Tell us about that and age groups as well. We have worked with um, the youngest uh, age group that we have worked with has been ninth grade students and above. As far as the high school, we we have not put anyone younger than ninth grade in a wheelchair. Just, the, you know, we, we think maturity and learning for themselves. We just thought ninth grade would be a, a good place to start high school age. Um, but we have at the schools, we have had some elementary and, and junior high teachers participate in the challenge, and they have come up with half hour to 45 minute lessons on, you know, especially with the elementary age kids, you know, what to do if you encounter someone in a wheelchair, you know, treat them just like you would treat another friend, you know, don't ask the ride, you know, in their lap, don't. Don't touch their wheelchair because the wheelchair is part of their personal space and personal property. So, the, you know, the, the teachers, that, the elementary teachers, junior high teachers that we have had participate in this have done excellent with teaching and helping us raise awareness at those younger ages. So those kids will go ahead and know when they're adults not to be uncomfortable with a wheelchair user. Um, other people that have used this, we've, you know, we, the last challenge that we did was at an orthopedic office. Um, you know, we had doctors, medical assistants, nurses, all, all in wheelchairs. 
before the pandemic, we um, had 10 members of the Tennessee House of Representatives participate in the challenge, um, which was huge for exposure. And we have an invitation to come back to the, the Tennessee State Capitol um, once things start to open back up and become more uh, normal, I guess, um, as far as visiting and distancing is concerned. Alex, what motivated you to come up with a challenge to begin with? Seeing things like handicapped stalls not being really accessible, them being too narrow or too like close together, or some places I've been to haven't even had accessible stalls. Um, seating for concerts and live events always being in the back, so when people stand up, there's no way you can see around them. Um, very small things like that that showed me that something isn't right. Something needs to be done and can be done. Tell us about your very first wheelchair challenge. Where was it held? The first wheelchair challenge that we held was at my school, Friendship Christian. Um, It was the first challenge, so we had just about five chairs to work with. Um, It was by far for me the most impactful challenge to me personally just because for years I had gone through the world just accepting everything the way it was, but now I had known that I could um, share issues that needed to be seen, and it allowed me to feel heard in a way that hadn't been before. And who participated? Um, A few of my teachers and then some upperclassmen participated that year. And give us an idea of what people who took on the challenge had to do. They had to go to the bathroom and go to water fountain. They had to go to the football field and back. They had to do just things that seem simple until you're in a wheelchair in which those things become more difficult. So one of the biggest issues was just navigating in classrooms with desks being cluttered. Um, Another one was bathroom stalls. Um, either being too narrow or just having issues with the way the rails were set up or something like that. Do you think people found it pretty easy or kind of difficult to get around in a wheelchair? I would say the most, uh, like most people found it a little more challenging than they thought it would be. Just because of either um, a lot of people experience fatigue just as they were going through their day pushing where they're not used to using those muscle groups so much. They were very fatigued by the end of the day. Um, Some of the simpler challenges turned out to be a lot more difficult than they anticipated. So I would say that the majority of people found it more challenging than they thought it would be. How long does a challenge usually take? So one challenge lasts entire work or school day. There are some places we'll have to work with hours, whether it be um, if it if they're afraid it might impede business, we allow them to like take shifts in chairs. Um, we've done that. But for like schools and such, what we do is we give them the entire school day to be in that chair. What kind of comments have you been receiving after people take on the wheelchair challenge? What do they come up and tell you afterwards? The majority of people will come up and say how eye-opening it was, um, how they're going to try and be more accommodating, uh, how they're going to try and help in some way. Um, The majority and general idea is that it was very eye-opening and that 
they agree something should be done. And how does that make you feel? to know that there's people out there that are learning about people with uh, mobility challenges, you know, people that use wheelchairs and so forth, to have a different perspective uh, once they complete this challenge. How does that make you feel personally? Personally, it kind of makes me feel very joyous. Instead of just keeping to myself, it's helped me become more outgoing and realize that I shouldn't have to just be existent in this world and have to put up with things that aren't right. It gives me this sense of accomplishment and confidence that helps me realize how much I'm doing. And it really does make me happy to know that this very well may and has impacted other people's lives for the better. So what's the most exciting part for you when you see others uh, take on the challenge? What inspires you? It's probably about kind of at the end of the challenge when everyone comes up and says something or during the challenge when they um, catch me and then tell me something. So a lot of the times I'll be present for the challenge for a while and I'll go back at the end of the day just to kind of get thoughts from everyone. So that's definitely the most exciting part is just looking forward to seeing how everyone did, what they got out of it, what they learned, um, how they thought um, some things they may have thought would be easier were not as easy as they thought, you know, just things like that. Just getting to hear the feedback and everything that people experience is definitely the most exciting part for me. So, Alex, what would you like others to learn about the Spend a Day in My Wheels Wheelchair Challenge? I'd like people to learn that it's a way to help. It's a way to advocate for those who felt that this was just the way things are. It's a way to help people get their voices heard and understand the difficulties people have so that change can happen. So, Nathan, why is the wheelchair challenge so important to you? What's in your heart? To me, um, watch, you know, with Alex's um, condition, it's a skeletal condition that is progressive. You know, he he started out, uh, he was walking, progressed to a walker and then to a wheelchair. And through watching him face the obstacles he has faced and and see you know the learning from other people watching other people taking him to things that that children want to do and seeing that you know he can't go do everything that his friends want you know want to do he can't, you know with the wheelchair he can't go off road in a manual chair he can't go and and um, you know not all swimming pools have a list that he can get in and out of the pool this wheelchair challenge to me i wanted to help other children have a normal childhood and allow them to play with their friends and do things that their friends can do without any question without any obstacles they can just go and and be a kid how does it make you feel to know that through this wheelchair challenge you're changing the hearts of uh, of others uh, you're you're having them see you know what it's really like or or get a glimpse of what it's like to use a wheelchair First and foremost, very proud of Alex and this idea and, and what he has uh, been able to accomplish. I'm honored, you know, to help him, uh, um, you know, even though I'm his dad, you know, I, I'm just, I do feel honored to, to help him and, and, and be a part of this with him. But it, it just, 
it's encouraging that we have had such positive reinforcement from the public that people are willing to embrace this and change. Um, and it's not so much that they didn't want to change or they do things on purpose. And it's, it's they're not educated on what a wheelchair user may need. And they welcome the change once they realize it needs to be changed most of the time. And what about for other people in wheelchairs with mobility challenges? What's in your heart for them? My and my heart for for anyone in a wheelchair is I hope that they realize that they can speak up and have a voice, that that they don't have to just stay inside and and be at home all the time. They they can go out and they, they and and do things and lead a normal life and people there are people that that will help and are willing to help so what are some of the comments you hear from people who take the challenge who now quote unquote get it those people they lead with their comments with this statement i had no idea it was that difficult i had no idea that that small area rug would be an obstacle for me um, Alex has received lots of apologies uh, at, at his school, um, but there have, as you know, just like one of the orthopedic doctors that um, um, completed the challenge, you know, he, you know, those guys spend their, that's their career um, ordering and, and helping people with mobility issues, and then they spend the day on the other side of it. It gives them a whole new understanding of what their patients are going through, um, which was fascinating to me um, that, you know, that those, the doctors really get it. But people that, that, like you say, get it, they are apologetic. But as soon as they apologize, they are on Alex's team and willing to help and willing to change small things and help, you know, try and change the bigger issues once they understand. Is it pretty easy to sign up for the wheelchair challenge? Yes, I, you, you can um, email um, Alex and I um, at uh, teamalex at permabillfoundation.org or um, Alex has uh, social media. It's at n underscore my underscore wheels and reach out to us and we will get in touch with you and, and hopefully work out bringing the challenge to you. Now, is there any cost for people who take on the challenge? So far, no. We have been able to get the chairs where they need to be. We supply the chairs. We have um, 14 chairs right now um, that we can use for the challenge. You know, some some businesses, you know, want, you know, just five because, you know, that's smaller businesses. They don't want a lot of wheelchairs uh, um, clogging up the place with um, because you, you wouldn't be able to move. But, you know, some of the schools, the bigger schools, you know, they, they have gone with 10 to 12 chairs all over the school uh, multiple days to let everyone have a glimpse of what it's like. What are some ways people in other cities and states could do to do the same thing that you are as far as doing the challenge? They could still reach out to us. And we, um, like I said, with the partnership with Permabill, there are wheelchair sales reps and um, Permabill has reps all over the country that um, we have actually gotten to help us in, in some situations. And, and actually, 
some of them um, have participated in the challenge. So we, you know, we could use that resource to help do this in other cities and other states. So, Nathan, for those wanting to know more about the Spend a Day in My Wheels wheelchair challenge, where can they find more information? The Permabil Foundation website. Um, we have a section on the Spend a Day in My Wheels has a section on there. And um, Alex's social media is uh, N underscore my underscore wheels. And that's Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And do you have a website? We do. Go to permabillfoundation.org. Go to the events section and spend a day in my wills is under that events section. And before we conclude, is there anything else you'd like our listeners to remember about the Spend a Day in My Wheels wheelchair challenge? Perhaps something you think it's really important for others to remember about what you're doing. I would like everyone to know that wheelchair users are people too. Um, And I've found that lots of people are kind of afraid to approach wheelchair users because, you know, they're uncomfortable for one reason or the other. Don't be afraid. You know, wheelchair users are people too. And say hi. You know, don't stare because that that makes some or most wheelchair users uncomfortable. And don't be afraid to uh, reach out to help, not just a wheelchair user, but but anyone. Uh, You know, I believe that God put us on earth to help others. And that's the ultimate goal here is to help others. My special thanks to Nathan and Alex Johnson from the Spend a Day in My Wheels Wheelchair Challenge. Nathan, Alex, thank you so much for joining us today. Raphael, thank you for having us. Thank you for uh, letting us and helping us share Alex's message of awareness for um, people with mobility devices. Thank you for having us. Uh, It's been great to talk to you. It's been great to get the message spread across. Thank you.